Hello everyone, welcome back to There It Is with Justice and Kelsey, the episode where we talk about our fathers really needed. <laughs> yep, so uh, tomorrow is Father's Day. Well, when if you're this... listening to this the day that it is released. Which if you are, gold star, yeah. <laughs> you are better than me on most of the podcasts I listen to. Um, but if you are listening on the day that this is released, tomorrow is Father's Day, so if you haven't processed that you need to like call someone who's been a father to you or your mm. father like that's a great time to start thinking about it friendly reminder set a reminder on your phone mm-hmm. um we might not be there tomorrow so that's kind of what we're talking about yeah. our uh short answer yes but <laughs> we're gonna go into a lot more detail today right why uh, why uh we're gonna talk about why is God considered our father? Why is he considered a good father? Mm-hmm. Um, why are we, as a nation, so so short on fathers mm-hmm. right now? Right. And um, and then kind of maybe our experiences a little yeah. bit in in our call to you because we always like to leave with a challenge. So. Yeah, so starting off, we kind of are jumping right in because we have a lot. Yeah, <laughs> We've been talking about this. So just as kind of why I remember in college was the first time I had heard someone say, well, God is genderless. And Whoa. I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was like, no, he is a he. Like you, he is God. He is right. our father. Like, so in, and then I started digging more, researching more growing my brain more of like okay god is Mm -hmm. i don't know you you talk yeah well like (laughs) yeah i mean theologically it's like god created yeah gender gender right and and humans took it from there yeah (laughs) so but it's like okay if we're going to be describing god Mm mm-hmm how can we describe him? And so, yeah, throughout humanity, we do our best, you yeah. know, to do that. And so it's like, um, but but then specifically, yeah, I mean, and then again in scripture, you see time and time again, it's like, God, our father. Okay, yes. why? Why why is that? Why is that so specific? Because, um, you know, God's not a dude. Yeah. And <laughs> well, we try to, we have these boxes in our brain right. and we don't, we try not to, we can try all we want, but like we do, we, we know these two main genders and we're like stuck on those and right. it's like, okay, God fits one of them. Uh-huh. Perfect. This is, this is where we uh-huh. go from here. But, but he's like, he's like, well, I created that. Right. I'm above Right. Well, that. there's, there's always this like big word anthropomorphic desire to so like which anthropomorphism is (laughs) taking human qualities and putting that on god so like in scripture an example of that is when it's like and the hand of god was with whoever it's like okay does god have hands sure if he wants to (laughs) if he wants to but like but that's taking (laughs) something that is very you know human and you know we have hands and so the way we can try and understand god is like ah yes Sure. Hand of God, but I was like, okay. So there's just this desire of how can I understand God? Well, here's how I understand Me. myself, and yeah. I can't understand God, so I'm gonna try and use myself being made in God's image to to reflect that. I think mm-hmm. that 
is a big part of it. Yeah, so not as big of a word. I <laughs> I think he kind of uses it um, to fill a need. Like right. God was very intentional. I don't know if you've read the book, The Shack. I, I kind of really, I like it. Um, and in there, the main character, Mac, is like meeting God in this cabin, mm-hmm. except instead of like this grandfather bushy beard father figure yeah. that we typically see in pictures it's uh a big black woman mm-hmm. and and he's like his brain is exploding mm-hmm. he can't quite process it all and he's like why are you mac the main character is like why are you doing this <laughs> like yeah. why are you doing this and and why are you referred to as a father so mm-hmm. much and now you're appearing to me as a woman and mm-hmm. and in the book, God responds with, like, I did that because I wanted to fill this void. I knew mm-hmm. there would be an absence of fathers, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to be an example right. and, and fill that void. And so I, I thought that was kind of an interesting take. Like, God knew when when there was the fall of man, mm-hmm. like, there would be this, right. this need, and that need would be an example of a good father. And, mm-hmm. and so... Uh, he filled that, and he right. he was an example of that, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, refer to me as this, and mm-hmm. and we see Jesus doing that all the time, yeah. referring to God as his Father, right. our Father. Right. Justice brought up the Sermon on the Mount earlier. Yeah, it, when when he's talking about specifically the Lord's Prayer, yeah, you know, the first line is God, our Father. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, immediately we're acknowledging that first of all, the hour. Yeah. <laughs> is it's community. Yep. It's not God my dad. <laughs> it's like no our our yes. father. So there's that that's a whole other concept in there. But yeah, so fascinating that again, that's the first acknowledgement and Jesus says, When you pray, pray like this. Yeah. Well, I think what's really interesting sorry, jumping back, I'm still stuck on this like know. gender thing is like God like that was unintentional choice like he didn't yeah like when we have babies here on earth it's like we don't really get to choose boy or girl or whatever right it's like god, but god made the intentional choice of like jesus referred to me as a father like uh-huh and and he it's filled in, that yeah. role like yeah it is interesting that was that was a plan mm-hmm. you know and i just think that's really cool yeah like how god plans all of that um but then like Okay, kind of moving on yeah. to why why did he do that? Right. And um, the United States is first in something. I don't know if you've seen this or not. But <laughs> I heard this statistic last year, and I didn't like it, so I blocked it from my brain. Right, <laughs> as we tend to do. <laughs> but I found it again, and um, it's on the National Fatherhood Initiative. You can follow it on, mm-hmm. find it on the U.S. Census Bureau as well. Right. But it's that uh, the U.S. is leading in the number of fatherless children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think starting this year, and it's we have eighteen point four million children without a biological step or adoptive mm. father in the home. And so we are we are first in the whole yeah. the United States, I should say we but the United States is first in the whole world yeah. of the amount of children we have that is fatherless. Yeah. Which is just like it's crazy. It's so and and 
am I seeing this right? So one in four children. Yeah, one in four children. One in four. That's like, I might be misquoting this, but like, if, I don't know, if you think back to like the Great Depression, it's like one in three men didn't have a job during oh. the Great Depression. That That's just like, yeah. I know that's like staggering. Uh-huh. It's a lot. And so, and like, I don't know, I'm comparing that to this just because it's like one in four, one quarter, 25%. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And so we've just kind of been looking at the effects um, going through school and education. This yeah. was something I I needed to study and, like, looked at the effects of that and, and all the things. And <laughs> this kind of just popped in my head. I think it's funny that, like, on Mother's Day, it's all like, we, talk we love about, mothers. We talk about this all the time. And we yeah. get flowers and it's beautiful celebration. As and we then, should. As, we, as should. we should. And then on Father's Day, it's like, do better. Do better, yeah. Yeah. So. But, but uh, yeah. And then lot. you hear the statistics and yeah. it's like, do and better. It's like, well, <laughs> well, are we doing better? Are yeah. we doing better yet? Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> we don't want that to be this. Right. Like, we don't want to be it's dogging just, on dads. I, I think we just understand the reality of this. Yeah. And so it's like, what can we do? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. <laughs> well. And it can come across as that way when it's like fathers that are doing a mm-hmm. fantastic job. Yes. already yeah and i think it's good for like like justice and i to learn and educate right. ourselves on this because we both had wonderful dads we both right. have wonderful dads right who are very involved in our lives still even mm-hmm. in our adult life and we still call on mm-hmm. you know as soon as there's a problem you know and so this isn't this is just important for us to like, I remember in high school referring to God as, like, a good father or mm-hmm. something. And a right. girl being like, oh, if he's my, if he's a dad, I want nothing to do with yeah. him. And wow. I couldn't. I was like, what? Uh-huh. Like, no, dads are protectors. They're, right. they're providers. They they care for you. They they do all these things. And, like, my dad was my such a safe place mm-hmm. for me and yeah. such a provider and protector. And, and it, he cared for me and loved me deeply. Mm-hmm. And he still does. And... And I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> this right. isn't everyone's experience. And so it's mm-hmm. good. Like, no, it's actually very few people's experience. Right, right. And so we kind of as Christians need to, like, recognize yeah. that. The way we communicate it needs to change. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, Yeah, or there mm-hmm. needs to be, like, pre-teaching and context and right. relationships before uh-huh. we present God as a father. Because if their only, like, experience with a father is mm-hmm. abuse or abandonment or mm-hmm. neglect right. or um, manipulation uh-huh. or... And they're going to just put these walls up and be like, oh, see, I I don't do dads. Right. Like, no, nope, right. that's not a thing I do. So if God's mm-hmm. a dad and a father, I mm-hmm. am going to know. It's going to be a hard pass right. for me. You know, and so that's just important to recognize. Like, yeah. there needs to be a... A healthy experience with a dad before mm-hmm. we use that terminology yeah yeah and i think the first thing that we most importantly have to establish well well obviously first of all acknowledge that that's not just when we go around and we're like you're a good good father it's like that that yeah. can actually be a trigger <laughs> to yeah. a lot of people so uh-huh uh, Again, again, totally not a diss on that song but it's just like we can <laughs> eat it's so easy to just throw that around yeah like you know, imagine like the first time someone ever hears you pray and you're like, you know, dear heavenly father, whoop, antennas go up. Like, yeah. you know, and again, not because 
Yeah, not because God, of anything that God mm-hmm. did, but because of the way a, a, a person has failed, the way yeah. a dad, a human has failed. So I, I think a lot of times, and what we really need to communicate in this, and this is with, I mean, this is with so many things, but we mm-hmm. really need to communicate is a earthly human father is not the standard. Yeah. What I, and what I mean by that is like, okay, God is the standard. Except you, dad, you're great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like the, if, if we're going to say, you know, God is like our father, it's like, mm-hmm. well, my dad sucks. So explain that. Yeah. It's no other way, other way around. Uh-huh. Our fathers need to be like God. Yes. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 talks about imitating God, follow God's example. Yep. As people, we need to imitate God. And mm-hmm. specifically, it's like, okay, God is our ultimate father who, and man, look at the things that God did. That's incredible. Yeah. Right? God's never abandoned us. God's never hurt us. God loves us no matter what. All those things. That is mm-hmm. the standard for an earthly father. Yes. And so when we say that, we need to communicate now if, you know, and and I've had um, a lot of, you know, ministers and pastors with much more experience than I can do a really good job of explaining that well and communicating like, you know, if um, I remember one time I was doing a Bible study with uh, I was in. I was an intern at this time, and the minister, you know, brought it up. Was was like, okay, so how does that make you feel when you know you hear that God is like a father? You know, like how does it does? What does that make you think about that relationship uh-huh. with your dad? And he's and and the person was honest. They were like, I didn't have a good relationship with my dad, and so yeah. it's hard. He's like, well, he's like, okay, that's great. Now what are and really honed in on like what are some have have you seen any anyone that is a really good dad. Like what, what was that experience for you? And they were like, yeah, I sure. I was at this restaurant one time and I saw that there, there was this dad that was super involved and was just serving their kids and loving their kids. And awesome. right. That's just one snapshot. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, we, we can know and see when there is a void of like, you know, someone abandoned me. Mm-hmm. We know that that's not something a father does. Yeah. And, and we see these things. I, I don't know. I'm kind of going off, but the short, the short, the short version of all this is is God's the standard, and we need to be careful how we communicate that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, because it is so powerful that God is our Father. Yeah, and I think so. What I'm hearing is like we so often are like, okay, God is our Father. Here's my Father. I'm going to I'm going to limit God to the abilities of my father or Mm -hmm. this is i'm gonna fit him Mm -hmm. him being god into what i know of dads and that's such a limited knowledge whereas it should be no dads need to be Mm -hmm. raising the bar to be like you said imitating christ yeah not god doesn't imitate our dads Mm -hmm. and so that's just such a like something I have to constantly remind ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then there's all those like comparisons in the Bible that like between marriage and the bride right. of Christ. And it's like, okay, no, 
Jesus, I don't know, you say it. Yeah, yeah, well, like, (laughs) yeah, it's like... I can muddle my way through. The church is the bride of Christ, right? And so we're like, oh, yeah, the relationship with the church and Jesus is like marriage. No, our (laughs) marriages need to be like the relationship between Jesus Mm. and the church, where Jesus died and gave himself up and paid the ultimate sacrifice. Sacrificial love, yeah. Same way. God's like our dad. No, dads, fathers need to be... (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, yeah god and loving and caring oh it's so tricky yeah and also we say all this don't want to get stuck on again this is this isn't like a well dads need to be like god moms do too and there's tons and tons but tomorrow isn't mother's day (laughs) it's true (laughs) (laughs) um and there's a a ton of you know scriptural references i think the um you know there's that i don't know which psalm it is but it's like you know uh God protect me under your wings like a hen uh-huh. protects it. It's like, okay, that's a very, that's a motherly description yeah. of God. And so, again, there's there's a lot of nuance in this as well. But I guess as we're saying all this, I don't, I don't want it to get stuck on dads, dads. It's mm-hmm. like, no, moms too. And there are lots of characteristics of that. But anyways, yeah, that's and another I side note. Like kind of just jumping back like to... To, like, how needed dads are. When I was kind of looking through some of those statistics and stuff, it was just really cool to see, like, when there is a dad present Mm -hmm. and and it's not even just better for the child, but it's better for the the mother, too. And and I just, really, everything comes back to Satan hates families. Hmm. And he hates, he does. He hates families and he's going to... Anything good. Anything good. He just wants to destroy. And there's so much power in families Mm -hmm. and, and he just destroys it. And, and one way he does that is by whispering to dads, you're not needed. Right. I think like that's a huge thing. I've just been researching this and Mm -hmm. through college I researched this and it's just this like constant, it like comes back to so much dads are like i'm not needed like my Mm. wife can do it herself or the mom can do it herself or my kids don't need me they're independent and it it just like circles back to like Mm. oh they're better off without me and and that's like a lot of when you research like why are why is this happening Mm -hmm. they those are like the most common yeah things i found was like dads were saying they're better off without me Mm. or um, I'm not needed. They're independent enough. Right. Was like the three things that I felt hmm. like they kept circling back to, and and I think a big thing our society needs to really point out is like like fathers are more important than just the financial support they provide, right. and like financial support is really important, but like their presence is also extremely important, mm-hmm. and when there's um on that website I was talking about, like, talks about there's a lower risk for things like infant mortality, Mm. um, emotional and behavior problems, neglect and abuse, injury, obesity. Mm -hmm. The uh, children have better school performance. They're less likely Mm. to get pregnant as a teenager, um, less likely to go to prison, have Mm. um, substance abuse. Mm. And when a dad is present, uh, there's less likely that the teenager will or the child will commit suicide. Hmm. And I think that's wow. such like like you dads are so important not just because mm-hmm. 
like for so many reasons and then the strength and the support like all of that go feeds into mm-hmm. all those things but it's it's really powerful yeah. what dads can do and they are mm-hmm. are so so needed yeah yeah and i kind of as we were talking about this one thing that you said that really stuck out to me is like okay i i think we really need to define the word present too mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. um I don't know, and you can speak into this, but it's the the idea. It's like, well, you know, not having a father in their home is better than having an abusive, sure, father. So speak yes. speak into that a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm not like a counselor, and sure, I'm not, sure, I don't sure. have my, I don't, yeah. but I just work with kids a lot. Yeah, and I had to do courses on these things, but. Again, like there's a lot of research out uh-huh. there. Like, go study it yourself. And uh-huh. like, and every situation is different. Every family is different. Yep. Every yep. family has different needs. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, abuse is of any type—mental, physical, mm-hmm. sexual. Like, that is just gonna—that's gonna be so destructive. Yeah. And like, and that kind of is a caveat that is never gonna. Yeah. Like that's such yeah. a that's such a tricky thing. But like, um. I think I think the majority of people again that's my own opinion would would rather not have yeah. a, or or actually sometimes the abuse is like no I need to I don't know it's just right. tricky Yeah and and I guess that again it goes back to the way you define like present Yes a present dad and yeah. it, it goes back okay again to this thought is like oh I'm not needed or they, mm-hmm. they don't need me, whatever it's like okay to one I'm not a dad so Yeah <laughs> so I know, and there's that's that. a big thing. But, but, but okay, to one, I would say and a lot of times in my experience when, you know, I, I'm a big Enneagram too. So I'd have this, I need to be needed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For my, like my personality, my emo- emotionally, I do, there is this sense of me needing to be needed. Now, that doesn't mean that um, when I don't feel that I'm needed, that I'm not needed. Sure. So... Uh, and a big piece of that is, again, you look at, like, stereotypical domestic roles for husband and wife. Yeah. It's like, you know, right? The stereotypical role is, like, a you know, a husband goes and works, the wife stays home, takes care of the kids, uh-huh. da, da, da. And now, you know, now women have the opportunity to you know, have careers of their own and... Yeah, it's such and, a different time. Yeah, like- it's great, which is great. And... And I think this is a great opportunity for men mm-hmm. to step up in a really big way because now it's like, okay, I'm not needed. It's like, yes, you're you're needed. You and just you, you just think that you way. being needed is just making money. Uh-huh. Whereas if if you see certain tasks and roles is like, well, I'm just going to, you know, I just need to work and then coach my kids sports teams <laughs> and <laughs> which are good things. Yeah. And, you know, and then your, your roles around the house are fixing stuff. Okay. Uh-huh. Again, all great things, but it's like you can create need for yourself if you take the, a lot of mental load off your spouse and you are participate in a lot of other things. If you're also washing the dishes and helping clean the house and doing things like that, yeah. you, you will realize, oh, I am very needed. Uh-huh. I am very needed. <laughs> Yeah, and this can be in the family. This can be uh-huh. in your church. Like, there's just a yeah. lot of, lot of. I I think it's really interesting to watching, like watching our generation and like, mm-hmm. 
it's just, it's quite the shift of like domestic roles, parenting roles, mm-hmm. like work roles. It's really, it's really interesting. And I'm kind of interested to see like the, yeah. like effects later on. Like, uh-huh. I just feel like there's a lot of, maybe there's always a lot of shifts going on, but I just feel like there's a lot of like redefining of all roles. Now we're mm-hmm. adding in technology. Yeah. Yeah. Which like our generation is the fur is one of the first uh-huh. to like really be raised in like immersed in technology. Yeah. Because like yeah. like our parents didn't have all, as yeah. much technology as we no have. No smartphones. Mm-hmm. Like I remember my mom's first smartphone. Right. Like and so it's just it's really interesting and I'm excited for a lot yeah. of these changes. Nervous about some, interested about most. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just kind of learning, but I don't know. We both have awesome dads, right? Sorry, dads, we didn't really talk about you much. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been cool. I think I was very comfortable with God being mm-hmm. referred to as a dad because I was like, oh, that's such a healthy relationship for me you know and such a caring and safe and i saw him serving so many people Mm -hmm. and being a dad to so many people that Mm -hmm. weren't his three kids and Mm -hmm. i think that's such a cool Mm -hmm. thing and and kind of our final call yeah to i don't know to y'all to y'all to you all Mm mm-hmm yeah is like we and we've had episodes where we talk about this but it's like mentors are so important it all comes back to mentors yeah (laughs) and and like if if the statistics the statistics are yeah one in four children right now Mm -hmm. in the united states experience life without a father Mm -hmm. and so in the home yes a father in the home so who who can you be a role model and a mentor to guys yeah. who can you be a father to women who can you be a mother to and mm-hmm. love and protect and nurture and be in their corner yep that's that's the thing that is all <laughs> that's what we're getting at because um in one of paul's letters oof that's so vague i really should yeah. really look this up uh, <laughs> where it is but it's like it says reflect christ's image uh-huh okay and so again we're talking about God defines the role of a father and we're supposed to reflect that. When we when we are protective and loving and do anything for someone, that's what we're doing. We're reflecting yeah. God and God's fatherhood to that person. Uh-huh. So there yeah. it is. There it is. So be more like Jesus. Yeah. At the end of the day. But <laughs> that's really but what yeah. we come back to. Okay. Awesome. Um love it. Let's move on to yeah, our challenges and mm-hmm. how we saw god working do you want to start yeah yeah so let's do challenges first my challenge for last week was to um start journaling more because i'm not good at that <laughs> and it's tricky it is um and write names of people that i can be praying for throughout the week write a list of people that god puts on my heart whether there's like something specific or not just doing that get into the habit of more and yeah, I did okay, but we're we're picked. We're, I'm gonna add this one on to next week just because. Um, yeah. Again, habits don't form over the period of one week, so. Bummer. 
but but yeah, I did I did immediately sense as I was doing it just uh even you know my written list became a big mental list and so oh, I'm sure. while, I'm, while driving somewhere I have a little free time I'm thinking through that list praying through that list oh, I'm that's great. on a run thinking through washing the dishes thinking through so that again that's always cool when you start doing something like that it does kind of stick in the forefront of your mind so that's always encouraging that's good and that whether I actually did it as much as I wanted to or not so that being said I'm going to continue it to next week and who knows maybe I'll do great next week so i believe in you <laughs> all right <laughs> um my challenge was to read more in the new testament oh I, yes i did that some the irony is i started a hosea study <laughs> with a group of ladies from my church right. and so um the irony in there is i was in hosea when i was like i'm gonna stop reading the old testament <laughs> i can't do this anymore and then I started reading the New Testament, and then I started that study, and right. I was like, all right, God Back wants to me in Hosea. <laughs> That's funny. So I, I had a good chuckle on that. So now I'm kind of reading Hosea again, doing a study through it, and reading some of the New Testament. I'm doing the chronological Bible, and so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So like in like three days, I read like the first few chapters of like Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Right. And so yeah. like... It was cool to kind of see those side by side. Childhood Jesus. Mm. Haven't got there yet. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Went through the de- genealogies though. Oh yeah. I actually those read are... them this time too. Mm. The genealogy in <laughs> Matthews. Sometimes I just. There you go, Joseph. Should, <laughs> did you, com- did you compare and Abraham. Con- <laughs> compare and contrast the genealogies in Luke and in mm. Matthew. They're, they they both have Boaz. Study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Okay. Okay. No, sorry. Um, challenges for next week? Yes. Did you already say yours? Yeah, oh, you did. Same thing. Um, mine, I need to make some... I have a few friends that are going to have babies any day now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to make a bunch of frozen burritos yes. and whatever other frozen things I think of and take them to them. And then I have a few other mm-hmm. like tasks similar to such yeah. that I need to get done. But frozen burritos is mm-hmm. on my list that I will need to get done soon because the babies will be here. Serving people. It's important. Yeah. Okay. That's and great. then how you saw God working. Yeah. Um, so this last week I was traveling with a group of friends and we were at we we're at McDonald's getting breakfast mm. at like 10 a.m. It was great. And hash browns. Um, uh, I didn't get a hash brown mm. But others did. Yeah, I know. It didn't make the cut for me. But <laughs> um, yeah, and we just got to talking about, believe it or not, Jesus, Good spiritual topic. things, the Bible. Um, and, you know, as we're, as we're talking, great conversation, just someone kind of pipes up from the, uh, you know, there's just like six or seven of us. I don't remember how many, I think six of us. And uh-huh. uh, this gentleman from like the other side of the restaurant kind of pipes in and he's like, are you guys a church group from a church group or a religious group? I just hear some of your conversation. Anyways, he he noticed what we were talking about and he mm. asked questions and we got an opportunity to hear his story and pray with him over oh, him. That's cool. And yeah, I don't know. And so it was just it was just really cool because it's like, hey, people are listening yeah. to conversations you're having. So one <laughs> choose your words very carefully yes and and two consider that an opportunity 
And th- this this is what's crazy. Cons- consider, let's say he doesn't even pipe up and say, hey, what are, what are you guys talking about? I hear some, let's say he doesn't even, he's still listening. Yeah. People are still listening. And that's an opportunity to share the love of God with someone, even if maybe they don't even speak up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So choose your words carefully, have good conversations. Hey, we already left them with a challenge. Yeah. No, that, that's just what I learned, I guess. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that was really cool. Um, how I saw God, we were at a camp. We went to go to a a camp one night this week. Yes. Soul Quest. Let's go. And um, at the end, a guy was like, hey, you guys want to come to this like worship thing? And mm. I don't know, it kind of turned into Justice and I singing with him. And That was awesome. I really liked <laughs> that. And I really liked, I don't know, I just was like, what a God moment of uh-huh. like, we weren't even planning on coming, and then right. we did, and then we got to lead worship with yeah. a bunch of people, and, and that was just really cool, and and God really uses your abilities, and yeah. and it was just fun, and and it was just like a fun God moment yeah. that I was like, thanks for mm-hmm. that. That was really encouraging. Yeah. So. yeah, that was really awesome. So, Well, there you go. There it mm-hmm. is. As always, we want to encourage you to challenge yourself in one way or another and keep your eyes open for where you see God working around you. Let's let's pour into people this week. Let's mentor people. Keep our eyes open to who God is putting in our lives and yeah, just be Jesus. Yeah. And if you don't get anything else from this podcast, know that you are chosen, you are valued, and you are loved. Amen.